Alrighty, beautiful people. Here we are, back on the Virtus podcast. Verti Pod for short. VP, if you want to go real short. How are we, team? I was waiting for you to do the clap, and I was going to say something, but then you just went straight to alrighty, beautiful people. There's your clap. Go on. I was just going to say alrighty, beautiful people, and like mimic you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're one step ahead of me, as always. Renee, welcome. Thank you. I'm replacing Mitch for the day, so um, I like you better. Yeah. Already. stepping up in the world. What a time to be alive. It's weird hearing myself through this headphone, but I'll get used to it. It does take a little bit getting used to, but once uh, that's why Tyler zones out so much. It's because he's just starting to think, do I really fucking sound like that? (laughs) They're blending in with the uh, voices in my head that I usually have going on. (laughs) Can't tell which ones are which. Have you heard that like only a certain amount of people have an inner monologue in their head? Some people don't. Yeah, that cooks me. And I I learned that a few years ago when my housemate said to me one day, he's like, um, oh, can you like see pictures in your head. I can't remember how he asked it, but he's pretty much said, like, can you see, like, pictures in your head? I'm like, oh, what? Like, my thoughts, yes. He's like, oh, I can't. I'm like, oh, if you, like, imagine a mug right now, you can't do it. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, it's, that's so strange. Which isn't a voice in your head, but, like, some people also can't see, uh, like, what do you, what illustrations. Do you, what do you see when you, when, when, with your thoughts? Like, is it the words? Is it someone talking? Is it the pictures that you're putting together? Oh, I can I could close my eyes and imagine us right now sitting in this office, and I could just imagine it. You know, not every single fine detail like the toys on that desk, but yeah, I can <laughs> I can close my eyes and yeah, third person I, I, view, and I see us sitting here in the office. Renee, you different, same. Uh, um, I have been asked one time to imagine an elephant, and I couldn't really imagine it, but um, Where? I can imagine things like us sitting here or things like that. But um, yeah, could you imagine an elephant sitting here with us? No. It's unrealistic. He's just sitting on the, <laughs> just hanging out in a chair. I love that. That's uh, yeah. There you go. There's there's your uh, there's your thought for the day. Um, how are we all? What's happening? How's your week been? Stoked, stoked. Renee's here. Yeah. Little uh, little precursor of what's to come tomorrow morning with Jazz Jazz Spate hosting her first podcast tomorrow. That's what I'm excited <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. about. And, Shout out. And I'd love to be like sometimes I'm I'm a fan. like potential. Not bad. <laughs> we need to update those. Right yes, then. I was about to say that. Um, often I like to be a fly on the wall in podcasts, like while they're being recorded, just sit over on my chair and do some work and sort of listen to them and ahead of time. But I think that'll break jazz tomorrow. So I might stay out of here. <laughs> no, you're welcome. It's, uh, we're going to be in from about nine on the podcast. So I'd love to. I'm expecting like an epic. I want like a two and a half, three hour, just odyssey of, of knowledge and wisdom and good things. The bar's low. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz's first one. So can't set the. The bar too high, so we'll for, see how uh, we go. For the listeners and watchers that haven't met you yet, Renee, give us a give us an elevator pitch. Who are you? What do you do? And why are you here? So I'm Renee, and I play AFW for the Saints. Um, the Saints. Been Saints? interning Ooh, here at Virtus um, in the past twelve weeks, so that's just sort of finished up. Um, found my way here through Mitch and Jazz um, through the Saints, and yeah, moved to Melbourne for football and uni and. Studying exercise and sports science. Amazing, amazing. What's the? Uh, why are you sitting here? What's the plan? What's the? Uh, what's the next couple of months and forever look like? Yeah, so I'm going to be joining the team here at Virtus, which um, we love. Stoked. Doing a little bit of work with some schools and football clubs coming in, or going out to those um, gyms at the schools, um, working with the kids. So, should be fun. It's awesome. What's uh, What's it like playing AFLW? Has its ups and downs. Um, <laughs> Last season didn't play because I did my ACL, so that's a bit of a down. But yeah. um, nah, it's great um, being at the, h- the highest level that you can play at. Um, it's very exciting and get to influence the younger generation as well at the same time. Awesome. Is that something you 
dreamt of doing as a kid because like you obviously didn't have the pathways and the opportunity when you're a kid but like was it still something that you dreamt of doing yeah i started um football when i was kick when i was five so that's so cool all the way from back then when i was little um always dreamt of it but sort of didn't see the the women wasn't there the women's comp wasn't there when i was younger so sort of looked towards maybe playing in the men's but that was a bit not going to happen and then the women's came in sort of 2017 i think it was so good look up to them then the best i uh, i won't steal too much of jazz's thunder and ask you too many personal questions about you because jazz job tomorrow but How's being an athlete, going through ACL rehab, shaped you as a coach? Yeah, that's a good question. I definitely think that going through this, there had to be a reason why. And maybe my reason why was to understand what other people were going through. And um, now, yeah, I can now sort of understand why or what someone else is going through when they go through an ACL. And um, I've seen that myself now. So you can see that it's quite lonely at times and there's ups and downs um, and you sort of make your way through that. But I think as a coach now, it gives me more understanding of, yeah, people that are going through injuries and what it might be like and, yeah. Have there been one or two, like, key lessons or key takeaways? Um, sorry, I didn't really probably realise... on the spot. Probably didn't realise how much, like, strength and hypertrophy I sort of lost in my, in my leg and trying to get that back um, post-surgery. That's probably one takeaway. Yeah. Didn't realise that, yeah, I could lose so much muscle... You're yeah. flying now, though. Trying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. T-Frost, how's your week been? Just getting started, mate. Oh, it's like the last <laughs> seven days, mate. Yeah, sorry. That's poor. That's really, really poor. Um, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but much the same as last week. It's just it's just grind time for the next 32 <laughs> days now. I'm going to be saying that every single week for the next Countdown. five until I'm no longer here. Are you going to get me on a Zoom podcast, by the way, for a weekly wrap? I I'd might, might do, the, uh, do the call through. Yeah, we'll just get you. Yeah. We'll just get you on the line. Because, like, oh, I don't have my phone on me, but like, would be middle of the night over there now, maybe. Yeah, probably. I'll, I'll be up. Yeah, on mine's that. over there too. I'll yeah, no, I'll, let's do that. I'll set the alarm and I'll get up. Um, you can tell nah. us. Tell us if you found where Paris is and in Greece. <laughs> in Greece. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, really boring. I know, but much the same as last week. Um, been building a website, <coughs> my uh, own online coaching. So this is separate divertus. Big pain in the art. One of the <laughs> one of the great pain in the arses building a website and such a steep learning curve. And I've learnt the interface of it all now. And I'm you know, sort of going to first gear when I'm on there and doing some website design stuff. But it was a steep yep. learning curve. A lot of swear words. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's coming along together. Totemstrength.com not launched yet, so don't. That into Google, otherwise we'll you'll just we'll come away. the shit out of it when it, when it happens. What um, are you going to be offering? you just come to an error 404. <laughs> what are you going to be offering for us on your website? Uh, ooh. Great you just have to wait and see. Uh, oh, oh. Give us a little bit. Give us a taste. Um, pretty much just selling my services and more like, so that's just online coaching. So that's everything that you don't get inside of a gym. That's the accountability. That's the health and wellness tracking. That's a macronutrient and caloric framework so you know what to eat and how much to eat. Um, yeah. Good chat. We'll, we'll leave, we'll leave <laughs> it at that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to get grilled in my coaching. I'm going to grill you. Um, it's always really interesting that, like, from outside in, you think, oh, website's just a website, or a program's just a program, or fixing cars, just fixing a car. But, like, all of these things, <clears throat> they're an inch wide, they're a mile deep. And I think mm. it's, a, it's a nice little reminder every now and again just to. to understand that there's so many levels to this shit like everything we do whether it be in the gym floor or 
or building a website. There's so many different levels. Ma- um, mad respect to <coughs> good websites. Kind of like, you know, uh, built it on the Mac Studio we got here at Verdes and it's got the really, really wide screen. <laughs> Looks really nice. Then I'll go home <laughs> and do some stuff on my MacBook and it's all compressed and looking <coughs> shit and it's like a five-year-old mate. It's like, what's going on here? Five-year-old did make it, mate. Not wrong. <laughs> but I feel like that's also where we pay people because yeah. they, they, yes. they're they experts in these areas and we pay yeah. people to do our cars up and whatnot and like that. People pay us to uh, nurture their health and performance. Exactly. Yeah. One of my mates said to me, he goes, like, you've always got to... You've always got to measure up the time cost of you mm. learning to do something, and there's there's times where just paying someone to do it is going to give you much better ROI than than yeah. you doing it yourself. And it, like whether it's you know, cleaning or washing or mowing the lawns or or whatever, okay. cleaning's a huge a one that I'm huge on. <laughs> you get someone to do your big shit, and they're going to care about it. I don't give two shits. So. <laughs> yeah, well, they're a professional. Get them in to do yeah. like your dirty stuff, like your shower, <coughs> toilet, and we got the uh, and stuff. the facade of the gym washed on the weekend. Did you notice the facade? Yeah, I was here when he was yeah. doing it. Yeah, good. There you go. Because well, Tyler we... couldn't get the pressure washer to work. Get yeah, it down exactly, exactly. So, yeah, these things you just got to pay for it sometimes. Um, you know, you got to make money to save money. Wait, you got to <laughs> spend money to make money. I fucked that up, didn't I? Um, tell us about your training, you two. What's uh, what's been going on? Just on the pressure washer. <laughs> Lockie said to me, oh, you can just stack the boxes up and then uh, give it a clean with the pressure washer. Stack <coughs> the boxes up and try and give it a clean with the pressure washer. He's like, oh, no more boxes. Well, what so, Did you fall off? No, I probably would have. Oh, oh, quite high. Oh, H&S. Um, yeah, how's your, how's your training going at the moment, you two? Um, I will hit 200 kilos in a deadlift before May 26th. That's how it's going. You heard it here first, people. Watch this space. So I'm going <laughs> to up the frequency of deads. Going it once a week, going to go twice a week. Oh, um, yeah. The race is on 200 before. Just trying to think of something catchy. How many days you got left? Uh, 32. Ooh. 32 Question days, and you. I'm on a plane. Is, a that, month is adaptation task specific? Sorry, is adaptation task specific? Yes and no. It's a very coachy answer. Good. Renee, thoughts on his training block or no, just, my, my? Just in general. Yeah, good. Sounds good. Love to see it. <laughs> Want to see it. <laughs> what about you? Where, are you? where are you up to in your ACL rehab? Um, about eight months now. Yeah. Um, we sort of hit of a bit of a down week this week, um, getting a couple shin injections on Thursday. So the running's sort of come down a little bit. Um, but gym's still going. So, I mean, we'll have to sort of modify that in a little bit for a week or two. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, coming along, started change direction maybe a couple of weeks ago. So feeling good with that at the moment. So How'd you go with the little speed, speed bumps? Did you... Does it get you down? Do you just like lean on the professionals around you? Like, how do you go about it from a, like an athletic or an athlete point of view? Yeah, I mean, especially my shin sort of issues. So I've had that for maybe like five years now. Yep. It's quite frustrating at times when that just sort of lingers. Um, I've been speaking to the club psychologist about performance mindset and yeah, working awesome. through some like stuff with my knee. And if I ever became um, hesitant or whatnot and not confident in it, um, so yeah, just leaning on other people and trusting the process. Good. Oh, something in that. Trust in the As they all say. It's a really good use of a psychologist that one might not think you use a psychologist for, for stuff like that. Mm. Um, that could be relevant for me with my shoulders and hesitancy to, um, used to be hesitant in putting my arms up overhead and yeah. getting hard, <coughs> well, I'm still hesitant to get hard balls, but <laughs> <laughs> that was I before I did my shoulders. Hard ball. But like, you know, that, that could be a really, really good use of mm. a psychologist yeah we're sort of just thinking ahead and she sort of told me if I had any thoughts like put in front of it I had the thought that so you can sort of disassociate yourself from that thought so important. yeah 
you are not your thoughts. So it's such a massive learning when you're, you know, when you're supposed to be spiraling and telling yourself what could go wrong, and realize that if you can look at that, <clears throat> look at that as an outside observer, almost like the elephant sitting on the chair <laughs> over there watching the podcast. I can't believe you guys can't fucking picture that right now. The elephant's sitting there. Who are we if we're not our thoughts? <clears throat> uh, we are the observer of our thoughts. Uh, so we are the vessel, so, but, but, we're no, not, we're, but we're not our body either, so who are we? Who, what is consciousness? We're not is our body, we're not question, our mind. It's a question that has plagued, plagued humans for millennia, but I don't know, I think, I think there's something, something there that's maybe an observer, yeah, I fucking no idea. I'm lost. I yeah. I, uh, I, I don't want to, I could talk about this for a while, but I don't want to say, but ask me about my training. <laughs> How's your training been going? I want to ask you about consciousness. consciousness? Uh, your training, sorry. <coughs> um, no, consciousness is such a fascinating topic. I uh, no, I need a couple of whiskeys. Maybe we'll have a yep. conscious conscious pod. Yep. Um, it's all perception, really. Um, my training, oh, I yeah, it's kind of similar. Not obviously not as lengthy, but um, I'm like eight weeks into ten ten week rehab, or eight or nine weeks into a ten week rehab block to get these these old calves and slits, um pumping again um, and kind of had a moment last week where Tuesday night felt great, did my AKs, did all the change directions, stop, start, acceleration, deceleration, stuff that I needed to do. Did the same thing on Thursday night, got like 6Ks in and we had one more drill to go and I started getting a little bit sore. And the coach in me says what? Pull out. Get the fuck <laughs> off the ground, chill out, rest up, go again on Saturday. So he pulled out, right? <laughs> I kept going. <laughs> the athlete in me won. <laughs> <laughs> the athlete on my shoulder went, ah, fuck it, we're doing the drill. Did the drill, had a great time, but pulled up real sore, like opposite side. And I was like, oh, no, like I've done something here. I'm a bit sore. <clears throat> I was planning on doing a 4 to 6K um, trot on Saturday. Didn't do it because I was sore. I was freaking out, like, shit, I'm in trouble here. <clears throat> Sunday morning rolls around, run club, you know, go, oh, it's not feeling too bad. Maybe I'll just tick, it, tick the legs over and see how we're going. Maybe not the best idea, but knowing my body and knowing how I respond to some things, like I just had like some hectic doms. So running, doing that 5K, like both both calves have felt magical since. So a flush out. Just needed a flush. Just needed a flush. Just a little bit of a, a couple of metabolic byproducts just hanging out in my calves for a few days, I think. Um, <clears throat> and a bit of soreness, a bit of stiffness. So yeah, just uh, movement is medicine, people. It's out there. So, did my five k. I'm back on track. See the physio tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, hopefully have a kick this weekend or next, and we're we're back rolling. It's crazy how we do freak out about oh. what what is essentially just doms. I just got stuck in got my these stuck in my head ideas in your head about what it could be. Yeah, and it was the opposite side, and like it it was pretty sore, but like and and it was probably just me getting to like my limit in terms of what I can deal with volume wise at the moment and intensity wise. Right, like I'm only two three. Two and a half weeks back to training with the boys, so yeah, it's um, trust in the process, be patient, listen to the professionals. Um, but yeah, I got lost in my head a little bit on Saturday. Yeah, it happened like like last year when I was playing footy. I've never had groin doms in my life, and then <laughs> yeah. la- la- last year you had some groin doms <laughs> to the point, you know, if you were to put two fists in between your knees and give them a squeeze, yeah. like that would give me excruciating groin pain. I thought I'd well, excruciating ta- ta- ain't, ain't good. Thought I'd talk. Well, okay, it's probably a bit of a mayo, but pretty bad <laughs> groin pain. And I thought I'd torn something. Went and saw Greg, and he's like, "Oh, well, based on this, it could be like a grade one." Mm. Next day, fine. fine. Yeah, so like, that's just Dom's mate. 
It's yeah, just really bad doms. It, it is pretty interesting. It's um just how we respond. But And I mean I guess doms to an extent is a well, yeah. strain, but yeah. Yeah. Well, don't yeah, it, it's it's damage. It's yeah. it's um it's physiological damage that needs needs time and and um and rest to repair, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting one because it's really easy to go down the pathway of oh I'm injured again I'm sore like I don't know, I, I like to think that I'm pretty in tune with my body but I kind of just start to think about all the bad shit like you know fuck what if I've what if I've torn this side now and like all the, like all the stuff that if it was one of my athletes and that's kind of that's the way that's like my feedback loop okay, all right, what advice would I give one of my athletes right now it would be don't do anything that, in, that aggravates it gives it more pain get moving, give it some love, like get some treatment, you know, all of these kind of things. Um, I, uh, I bowed my sister up for a, for a little calf massage on the weekend because I was like, I'm not going to be able to get into Greg or the physio. So she looked after me, which was good. Don't you hate when it's like a play or not play situation and then when your athletes ask you, what would you do? It's like, Wrong question. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Because like, I, and thinking about last year, like I probably played through a bunch of those kind of feelings. I definitely did, um, which obviously resulted or resulted in me missing a chunk of this year. So yeah, there's a there's a balance to it. You've got to got to know when to to put the foot down and when to back it off. Grand um, final, put the foot down. Round two, <sighs> pretty take much. A, take a couple. Pretty much. It's a it's a what's to lose. Um, what about life things? You two, what's uh, what's going on in your world? You're pretty boring, Tyler. Yeah, I, know, <laughs> I was going to say much the same. Pretty boring. Save, save, save. Yeah. Actually, no. Spend, spend, spend. Yeah, yeah, spending all... Book, booking booking shit in because I'm not going to essentially have the freedom to be able to book stuff spontaneously whilst over there. Um, so, booking shit in over the next few weeks. And you came to Run Club on Sunday? I came... Oh, actually, we just... <laughs> I, I ran there. past him about 20 minutes past after we started. So... I was like, oh, hello. I slept in. <laughs> I, I don't need an alarm to get up past Oh, obviously you do. <laughs> on this day, I did. <laughs> but never usually do. Didn't set the alarm thinking oh, I'll be up at 6.37, eat something, chill out, walk to run club, wake up, check the phone, 8.30 on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> well, time to go. That's good. It's good Good that you got there. Good squad. Good crew. Uh, won't be there next week, unfortunately. Heartbreaking. My life update has been that school holidays was busy. Yeah. Um, I was doing a bit of football clinics for Brad Sykes, actually. Love that. The great is, that man. Lo- is that how you say his last name? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, at six. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, kids behaved mostly. A um, few incidents here and there, yeah. but um, was outside for most of the day. So sock tans coming along really yeah, well. Sure. How how is doing the doing those clinics? What's it like? Um, so the day sort of starts off. You warm up, warm up the kids, and a few games, octopus, and those sort of things. Um, and you sort of take a skill rotation. Um, Brad sort of gives you a, a focus area, so like goal kicking, whatnot. Um, then the kids just sort of play games for the ha- second half of the day, and you're sort of just looking after them, really. Awesome. That's what How old are the for. kids? Uh, age sort of range between maybe like 7 and 14, so a couple of girls here and there, but mostly men, most of the guys. Yeah, awesome. Men. Men. <laughs> men. Boys. Little, little men. Boys. Yeah, great. Yeah. Very what good. do you do when they're being shit? You just smack their heads together? Or <laughs> <laughs> you wish. What's in your coach's toolbox? Um, got to sort of separate around. them from the situation, I guess, and calm them down first and then... Get them to say sorry or whatnot, depending on the situation. Well, we had as well. a bit of that this morning with the girls. Just need a pattern disruptor. Yeah, the girls are fucking pieces of shit this morning. They're lovely though. <laughs> Love them. Love Hope the they don't listen to this either. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Billy, Billy would, but Lucy, um, Lucy listens to other podcasts. Unfortunately, she hasn't got on the on board the first podcast yet. <laughs> um, 
yeah, just a pattern disruptor. The girls are, yeah, they are not behaving super well. But I guess you've got to let a one-year-old and a three-year-old uh, roll to the beat of their own drum every now and again. Um, all right, hot topics. We've each got a topic for today. Renee might have a topic. Renee knew half an hour ago that she was coming on the podcast, so we'll, we'll save her for last and let her stew on it. No, I don't have one. T what do you got do you for have us? One? I've got one. Yeah. So, it's the reason why a lot of gyms such as ours don't have machines. It's either a gym size slash space or money issue. It's not that machines are bad and free weights are superior. It's just free weights can cover a lot of bases that machines can't, so it's better for time and space and gym flow. But, I mean, on a hypothetical, if we had absolute infinite space, like a, a huge warehouse, all the money in the world, there's you know, no reason why you couldn't have it a whole heap of machines and you know everything you could ever dreamed of. On a hypothetical, you own a gym, infinite space, infinite money, you do what you want. With that in mind, what's a piece of equipment or an exercise, etc., that you think is so useless that even with that, <laughs> you, you still wouldn't even <coughs> buy it and cool. entertain the idea of having it in your gym? That's a good question. I reckon those total hip machines are pretty ass. The what? what are those? Those like total hip machines, like the old people ones. Like it's like this thing you hold on to, then it's got a little padded bit that comes out, and you do like the the fucking. Oh, <laughs> hey, those have been in my program. Production. Jazz yeah. programmed those. <laughs> Cut that, Jazz. <laughs> and, and I like the idea of it, but I just think the machine itself is just pretty ass. Vibration machines. Vibration. Oh like yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just go fucking. Dig a hole or just All the ones? Take, take your lawnmower out for a spin. Just go for a walk. Or <laughs> <laughs> the like scales that tell you how your bone density and all that. Like I don't think that's quite accurate or yeah. muscle no. mass. To but but it's like like if you if you get at least an idea and you're comparing apples with apples, like I think that stuff's relatively. Yeah, valuable. if you keep the environment the same and you're on the same scale, yes. Yeah, it's like GPS we we use for footies and as as uh, as leading. Cutting edges like AFL, the ones the AFL use, like we're a couple of tiers down mm. in terms of cost. Um, but we do the same thing every week, and and we we do it the same way, so we can at least we can at least measure against you know yep. prior values. So yeah, I don't know. I, I bought a uh, one of the Garmin sets of scales, like maybe a month or two ago. Downstairs, I took them home because I was uh, wasn't in here every day. Um, so soz we got the uh, the old ones downstairs now, no, but no, I took them home so because I wanted to measure myself every day, and it does like muscle mass and things like that. And like it's been cool to see the the little fluctuations, mm. like kind of a two kilo range. I'm just bouncing between, and I'll be like, Fuck, I've had I've had a pretty good food day today, and I'll be down a kilo, and then I'm like, you know, I've essentially starved myself today. I've trained heaps, and I'll be up a couple of kilos of of uh, of water weight or hydration or something along those lines. So it is cool to see. So yeah, what, what like other it. factors can influence your body weight outside of just movement and what you've put in your body? Oh, just probably my daughter's screaming for mum for three <laughs> hours is probably elevates some stress hormones. Um, yeah, but there'd be sleep. It's the main one I was yeah, sleep, yeah, sleep and stress are the two, two big ones. So it is interesting because I, um, <clears throat> I do need to bump that down a little bit to get back to playing weight over the next week and a half. So I might just stop eating. Fast. Not good advice. Just oh, fast? Oh, bone broth fast. <laughs> juice cleanse. <laughs> Might just go on a juice cleanse. You've heard it here first. Wallace on a juice cleanse. <laughs> How are you finding wearing your garment again? Uh, it's actually really good. It's um, it's just like for me, it's just an accountability tool. Mm. Like the I uh, left it on charge the other day. 
So I um, got zero steps for the day, which ruined my weekly average, which kind of upset me a little bit. So, yeah, I'm not really a numbers guy so much, um, but the like I'm a third of the way through my steps. My steps goal is 12,000 at the moment. third of the way through. Um, th- it will make me do some walking. I'm yep. not sure where I'm going to get it done today. Um, <clears throat> the days where I know I've got to go to football or, or – um, well, not coaching anymore, but or go for a walk to Convoke or whatever. I know I'm going to chew up a couple of thousand steps. So yeah, when you were coaching on the gym floor, was that essentially your? I hit ten thousand, ten thousand in the morning usually. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. You hit ten thousand in a shift. Yep. So, yeah, it was. So, so that's that's definitely been, and that's part of the reason why um, body weight's gone up a little bit over the last twelve months. Like we talk about, or we we hear, oh, your metabolism slows down as you get older and things. I'm thirty-one, guys. It's like, you know, don't uh, don't put me, take me out the back and shoot me yet, but. The the true fact of the matter is it doesn't. We just stop moving as much. Mm. We slow down. So, um, so yeah, sitting at the office, sitting at the desk more, spending more time on the business definitely means I'm moving less. So, yeah, the Garmin's been brilliant to give me a kick up the arse to move again. So I reckon when I get home, I'll take the girls for a walk around the, uh, around the lake near mum and dad's, which is like a K and a half. Um, and the way they go, it'll be like 20 metres this way, 20 metres sideways, 20 metres up, 20 metres back. So I'll end up walking two, and two three k's just walking around the lake. You know what I find is comical? When we got these standing desks, you were, you pitched it to me and I was like, ah, oh, I, I had resistance to it. I'm like, yeah. oh, I mean, I won't use it, but if you want to spend the money, sure. Yeah. And I probably use it more than you now. Yeah, definitely. I uh, I, I pull up this this couch, I nestle in, put my feet up, put my laptop on me and chuck the, chuck the uh, projector on, which is not not helpful. So, yeah, I do need to get back on the standing desk. Um, so just move more, basically what we're saying. I'm always uh, real weird about putting the uh, laptop on my groin. Oh, I mean, I'm done with that, so I've <laughs> <laughs> ticked those boxes, so we're good. <laughs> Don't want the EMF to make you infertile. I'm, uh, I'm not convinced it's a thing, but anyway. Yeah, well. <clears throat> it's like the, uh, there's a bit of furor about like the, the emittance from the, like AirPods and stuff lately. Yeah. Like, I've seen a bit of that on, online. It's just like... Shut up. That's right. I mean, like, no, of no. all the shit to be worried about, it's probably oh. not it. Mm. You're more worried about the microplastics that are hurtling through your bloodstream at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, my topic, and this was uh, – I had, I had a different one, but I'm going to go with this one after something Renee said before. Do things happen for a reason or does shit just happen and we just find a reason, we assign a reason to it? The latter. Mm. It's it's good coping mechanism for bad things that might happen. Just think, what's this going to teach me? And then that's your that's your reason. That's why it happened. Or you can just be a sad piece of shit and say, "Oh, why, why this happened?" Poor me. To me. Yeah, poor me. There's your two options. Pick the better one. Love that. Renee? I guess you always got to take a positive spin on something. So yeah, that's probably my thoughts. Um, yeah, just trying to think the positives out of the negative. I like that. I uh, yeah, I think it's pretty fascinating that <coughs> that. Um, Someone, some big guy upstairs is just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw an ACL at Renee and see how she <laughs> yeah. deals with it. Like, I think it's just um, shit happens and ultimately a life, finding a life of meaning is about adjusting and, and responding to what happens. It's how you respond. Exactly. Something in that. Um, what's your topic? What do you got for us? I don't have one. Oh, No. My, my topic, my second, is those shoes. I hate talking about visual things on the podcast that 80% of people like be listening to, but they're sick shoes. Nice new, <laughs> nice new balances, um, good colourway, blue, yellow, mm. sort of a creamy. When I first saw them, I was like, I'm doing mm, a Georgia thing. I feel, I feel, you, really could, I feel you could have had that conversation after. And they've got felt. And you're still going. Apologise for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, I did a Georgia. 
No, when I first saw them, I was like, mm, do I really like them? I was like, yeah, if I think I will. If you're listening at home, just close your eyes. It grows on an you. elephant sitting yeah, next to Tyler on the. Wait, no, here's a little experiment. Imagine the New Balance. <laughs> yeah, imagine what they look like and then jump on YouTube, <laughs> zoom in a little and see see whether see whether you're right. I couldn't tell you what the colorway is called either, but yeah, imagine. Very cool. That's a good, good colours. Um, love that. Any member shout outs? Anyone been doing good things this last week? Renee, from your perspective from an intern, the last mm. 12 weeks, who's been, who's been awesome as a member? Um, On the spot, love that. Yeah. I mean, Steph, you can't go past her bringing in all the lollies and the, uh, the I, snacks. I um, <laughs> got along with a few of the girls, like um, Liv and stuff as well. So, yeah. Everyone that comes in and chats to me is, yeah, good member. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've got to chat back, though. What's yeah. that? I've got, to, I've got to keep the conversation going, too. Chat with other people. Will we see you on the coaching floor? Possibly in over the near future. The next three months. Absolutely, we will. See um, you, Tyler. I'm in. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's a good replacement. Again, upgrading. Um, Tomo. Tomo's been brilliant. Yeah. Especially over school holidays. It's always good to, like, school holidays are a shit fire for a lot of teachers and a lot of parents just to, you know, find a rhythm within a fortnight of chaos, essentially. Um, but no, Tomo's has been nailing her training. She was in this morning, so first day back at work, and she was in at six, which is very, very commendable. Richard Ransom, one yeah, of our newer-ish men, he's been here for it's a while. He's been crushing now, it. Yeah, he's been crushing ever since I got here, ever since he got here, Mr. Consistent. Went to live golf on the weekend, and he still <laughs> fronted up with a brave face. Immense. He was hurting. Um, Katie's been good. Katie? Yes. Yep. Katie Hilsher? No. Oh, well, Katie, yeah, both of them have been good. Oh, Katie Cross. Yeah. Yep, correct. That's going to be good. Katie, Katie, uh, Katie Cross is your 6 a.m. like guarantee at the moment. And again, front of that with a smile despite the Hawks choking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the weekend. Yeah, that was a bit of a bit of a rough game. I uh, need someone from the night crew. Harry Lane, come back and he... Played uh, footy on the weekend. Played footy on the weekend against all odds. Don't know if I cleared him, but play on. <laughs> play on. <laughs> Do we know how George went? I think no, he got we through. don't, yeah. I believe he got through. Mitch went and watched. Mm. So... Yeah. Um, and then Laffer play good. Laffer's playing good footy, yep. so everyone's. Uh, it's nice, nice to see the our athletes who have had a big chunk of you know big chunk of preseason in the gym and and stuff playing playing good footy and and doing good things. So if that's you, keep it up. If you're a if you're a cricketer or a track and field athlete, now is the time to get in and start doing that work. If you know a tennis player, send them <laughs> to me. I want to get a tennis player. <laughs> Yeah, you had a couple of one-on-ones with tennis player last week. It's fun, good fun. How'd she go? Uh, went well when I asked, but they didn't actually give me a straight answer. But apparently, played really, really well. Perfect. Um, they're back off to Brisbane now, so um, yeah, don't don't have much more for you other than that. What um, would you prefer, Tyler, tennis or football? Ooh. Well, I played more tennis, but I've coached more football, mm. so. Probably football. Well, actually, no, tennis. Yeah, at at this point in my life, I'd rather coach tennis. Footballers are idiots. <laughs> they train when they shouldn't. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, any gym updates? Anything we need to know? Uh, not not really relevant for the guys on the gym floor, but it's cool. Our partnership commenced with Peninsula Grammar. Oh, I love that. So that'll be a Term 2 program uh, that we're facilitating for their students after school. Balcom um, as well? Yeah, Balcom Grammar on uh, some, some date after I've gone. May 31st. 31st, yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the school staff's rolling. 
Um, again, which we love. There's not many perks from a member's perspective there, but it's always cool. Just uh, make sure you're on Slack so you know what's happening with the uh, with the availability on the gym floor. Yeah. Um, um, switch switch your Slack notifications. Seven till tomorrow. ten tomorrow <laughs> for Anzac Day two. I'm ninety percent sure this body will be up today. Um, hoodies are on the way. They're not too far off. Bring a friend week, 7th till 13th of May. It's going to be a big one, so um, start hitting up your friends and family. You think it'll be a good fit. You think we'll enjoy a week of training on Tyler? Um, I've got a big potty guest coming up in a few weeks. Who is it? Uh, I might announce it next week. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, but the biggest podcast of all will be Renee and Jazz tomorrow. Well, that's correct. Yep. My kind of debut now, but yeah. not really. And then Jazz is hosting debut. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I'm more keen for. How, Jazz's hosting debut or your... <laughs> I feel like you already know me a little bit, probably but... Probably Jazz's. I'm keen Jazzy. to see how she goes. Jazz I. DJ Jazzington. Um, all right, any more for any more before we wrap it up? Now that'll do. I'm going to go to Active Feet now. Hey, love that. Uh, Shout out. It's some, Active Feet. friends. Uh, Just, shoe store. Oh, after no one replied to your Slack message. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Got some laundry I need to air there, but I might say... Maybe we should have a What Grinds Your Gears segment. If someone in a community asks <laughs> you asks the community that you're part of for some help... You did say you had out. a couple of Insta messages, and I messaged you yeah. personally. Yeah, so which I appreciate you know, it. These things are happening. It's just maybe they don't... You know, it does help if they happen front front in front of everyone because then more people will learn from it. That's right. So my suggestion was to go to Active Feet and chat to those guys there because they uh, reached out with an email a few weeks ago. So, yep. yeah, just uh, support local, do good things. Um, what do you reckon you'll land with, do you know? Do you have, um, do you have an idea? Oh, Caitlin, Caitlin Henshaw was wearing him today and I've already forgotten the name of the brand and someone, one of my other friends, recommended Hoka? it to me. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? Hoka? <laughs> Hoka? Okay, yeah, I was going to say Huko. <laughs> Hoka, that's the one. Hoka, Hoka are doing really cool things at running shoes at the moment. Um, I'm a self-obsessed running shoe nerd from working at Rebel for so long. But ultimately, my my justification on like what people should pick is if you get different brands at a similar price point, a similar type of shoes, you're effectively buying the same thing. You just need to try them all and see which one yeah. looks better and feels better. Mm. You can't really wrong. Can't really go wrong. If I was buying shoes for walking around the Europe, walking around the Europe, walking around Europe, <laughs> they'd also be fine for like running, wouldn't they? Or they were, if I yeah. bought them for running, they'd yeah, be you, fine you, for yeah, you buy running shoes and you walk in them rather than the other yeah. way around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of just depends on budget mm. with shoes. Like they're all overpriced, so oh, all yeah. overpriced relatively speaking. But I think find out exactly what you need and then go like two two um, seasons back. And find them online, and you'll save like 150 bucks. You're welcome. Yep. Uh, follow Lachlan Wallace for money-saving tips here at Virtus. Any more for any more? Are you the barefoot investor? I am the Nike-free investor. The broke calf investor. No, nah, my calf's good. I ran in freeze too the other day. Woo-hoo. Officially an athlete now. Don't know what that means. Running these shoes. Very good. Nike-freeze. Anymore, you don't anymore? know your shoes, do you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Get out of here. <laughs> Have a good day.